0: Good evening, I'm Julie Chen. Wake up, everybody! But first, I cannot, I cannot, on oh, my daughter's
1: birthday. Disgusting. Anybody want cake?
0: I want to welcome you guys all to my big brother funeral. I can't find an individual to hate, because I hate you all. Welcome to Not Game, All Personal. Hey, we're a big brother podcast here to talk about all things big brother. More specifically, the events of this past week. There were events that happened this past week in the Big Brother house, and we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the events that happened in the Big Brother house. You see how uh, you see how annoying it is when you try to take very little information and extend it over a long period of time. Tony, are you annoyed? I'm bored already and I'm part of this podcast.
1: <laughs> let me tell you, it's not good.
0: Well, well, let me just warn you all. That's how we feel watching tonight's episode of Big Brother. I'm bored, Tony. I'm
1: bored too. It was it was ridiculous how long that took to like just communicate such little information and so many different chats and stuff like that. It was just the thing that annoyed me the most, I think was whenever they would come back from a commercial, and it's like, all right, finally. After, like, three minutes of commercials, it's like, all right, finally, we're back. And then they would just do the veto ceremony, and then that's it. And it wouldn't show us any of the conversations that were happening at post-veto or pre-veto ceremony. It would just be like, here you go. You get this little snapshot, back to commercials for three minutes. Like, it was the most absurd thing I've ever I, seen. I have I was so, so many
0: street. questions about the format of the episode, the planning, the preparation... Just, like, none of it makes sense to me, um, and so I feel like there's a lot I want to break down, and a lot that just, not even game-related, but also game-related, there's a lot I want to talk about, because this season is just, I don't know, I feel like I'm at the point, I'm gonna be honest, I feel like I'm at the point that a lot of people seem to have been at for a couple weeks now, and you and I have been, like, pumping up this season, it's still good, it's still fun, and I think, I think I'm think i broke, I think I think they got me. So, I'm just going to be straight up with you all. It's going to be a tough night for me to <laughs> get through anything positive. That's what but... we do every year. We
1: Last year, I did the same thing where I was like, guys, once we get to the committee, it's going to be awesome. Like you, you don't even know. It's going to be so much fun, and then it just wasn't. So, that's just, that's just how it is sometimes. You just get super excited, and it just doesn't pan out. I feel like I was probably the same way with Grateful and Big Brother 21, honestly. If I remember back to those good old days, bad old days,
0: the, the thing with that one though, is I still, I think I still stand behind that. Like the last couple weeks of that season was more exciting than probably the past five, six seasons sure. when it came to the final, like five, six, because I mean, you, you think of the final five, you still weren't sure it was this toss up, like who was going to go mm-hmm. home when it was like the Tommy and Holly vote, you know, Jackson was still having to make moves he was, like, gaming. He was, like, convincing Holly to throw the HOH and, like, you know, do all these things. Here, and, like, I think the the similarity is, like, he was a very obvious winner. And when it came to the final six, it was his game to lose. And I feel like that's what it is every season now. It's, like, you know mm-hmm. who the final two is going to be. And we just had to kind of just, just wait for these final couple weeks to just happen. You know, like, last year, it was very obvious. Like, okay, Cody's probably going to win the game. He does. I think right now it's pretty obvious. I mean, I don't know. I guess we didn't talk about it. In my mind, it's pretty obvious Xavier's going to win the game. And we're just kind of waiting for it to happen. If nothing else, him and Kylan in the final two, you know? Like, I don't think anyone can really argue that too much. Um, I still think it's a
1: toss-up between those two. But I know exactly what you're saying. It's like, well, what are they going to do to set themselves apart? Like, it's going to be an interesting
0: And either way... Uh, if H-O-H. if if Xavier wins over Kyland, or if Kyland wins over Xavier, both scenarios are very predictable, and I think that's like the last thing I want here is a predictable final couple weeks, and that's all we've gotten in the past couple seasons. So I think that's that's kind of where I'm at. It's I don't like that. I can kind of see the outcome here.
1: With Big Brother, it's always like you want so many different things, and a lot of times they're contradicting things because we want a deserving winner but we don't want it to be an obvious winner Mm, sure we want it to be exciting chaotic gameplay but we don't want it to be like too much or too dramatic or whatever we prefer it to be you know what i mean like there's it's so difficult to capture the perfect season and we're always asking for the two opposite ends of the spectrum simultaneously like that's just what it is if it if this season was Exactly what we're asking for, which is less predictable, maybe. I think that's what we're going for. I think we'd be like, ah, but I don't know who should win. Like, what if an undeserving person actually wins? Or what if it was just a bunch of people who are undeserving? It's just a difficult situation to be in. Um I do think that looking back at this season, whoever wins, whether it's Kyland or Xavier, because I'm just I'm just gonna speak into existence that's gonna be one of those two. Yeah. Uh I think in retrospect, they're going to be very deserving winners when you watch the entirety of the game. And, like, Tiffany is always going to be a fan favorite. Everybody's always going to have wanted her to win. But it's always going to be like, no, Kylan and Xavier were playing really good games. And they deserved it at the end, you know?
0: Yeah, 100%. And I do think, like... I mean, I... Last week, I kind of, you know, went off of my feelings of Xavier's game. And still not a fan. And I would be pretty bummed out if he just won. But... But, 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 arguably, him and Kylan are the two most deserving people in this house. That is true. I think both of them are deserving for different reasons. They both did play different games, and we'll get into it, but, like, the jury has their opinions on their games, and if, and that's, I think that's where I kind of lean more towards Xavier, but I think, like, both of them have different cases of why they should win, and so, like... I think in hindsight, you know, this could be another, like, Big Brother 16 situation. Like, pretty boring season. Pretty obvious from the start, you know, in hindsight. But, like, one of the the greats, you know? And so I think that might be what we're looking at. Where it's, like, there's elements, like, watching this live week to week is not fun. But, like, maybe if you were to binge this in a week or two, it could be more enjoyable to kind of watch the progression of their gameplay. So, yeah, either way, I think... There's still room for this to end exciting, but I don't know what can be done to stop them. Because the only thing in their way is Big D and AZA. And Big D and AZA don't seem to care to target them, so <laughs> that's where we're at.
1: Yeah, I will never understand what AZA did tonight. <laughs> and I don't know if we want to get into it now.
0: Let's 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 back it up a tad, okay? Because there there is a little bit of an order here of how things progressed this week. Where we left off last week, the cookout made it, okay? Final 6. We celebrated. They got a lot of celebration this week that seems to be like a major theme of how monumental that is, and so like congratulations mm-hmm. they did it. Kylan wins uh his third HOH Right? Third? Yes. Uh, Now I'm second guessing myself. He wins his fourth if you include Sarah Beths, but I guess we won't for actual counting numbers. That was good. I don't know why. That's such a dumb joke, but it's funny. (laughs) Um, It got me. It got me. That felt good. Yeah. So he wins his third HOH officially, uh, nominates Tiffany and Hannah, uh, wins the veto, doesn't use it on him. Very obvious, Tiffany is the target here. Um, a lot of the other, I think, strategy we saw this week up until the eviction where Tiffany went home was the deals that are now becoming more official within the cookout where Kylan and Xavier officially have this final two. Okay, There is pretty officially this the three guys working together, kind of AZA helping out in a way, you know, not really like officially, but like, she definitely, I don't know. She feels like tied to big D more than anything. And then Tiffany and Hannah realizing this and trying to get Azza to be with the girls for the sake of, Hey, look at what's happening. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. There's like too much to really talk about. I think the biggest thing to discuss with that for me is like, kylan's decision to include xavier because he had this moment in the dr where he's like admits like xavier's the best competitor in here so i want to take him to the final two and i think that is the most interesting thing that happened pre tiffany's eviction where kylan makes this decision like acknowledging xavier's probably the best one in there and wanting to take him i don't what <laughs> what's going on with that
1: i hate this mentality or this idea of wanting to take the strongest people to the end i don't understand it i think it's foolish i think a lot of times it's handing away a win like i feel like all the times we see it it's always somebody making a really dumb decision i think of woo and survivor i think of cody and big brother 16 like you're, you're handing the game away by this idea that you want to take someone that deserving and like you could win and if you win it's pretty cool. Doesn't make it a smart move. And especially after seeing Kylan and Xavier's conversation about why they want to win and like why it's so important to them that they win and not just someone like they have somebody from the cookout's going to win. So now they have like their individual reasons to win. I have no idea why Kylan has this mentality. And honestly, I'm not sure that Xavier has this mentality because he hasn't had to show it once. I don't think so. It just, it baffles me why that would ever be an option or something that they're trying to do.
0: Yeah, it's it's wild. And to me, it almost speaks more to this sense of like pride that Kylan and I think other people have in this situation where they're less concerned about. Oh, we got a special guest. Should I just get right into this? Yeah. <laughs>
2: We
1: can.
0: <laughs> let me let me finish my thought and then we'll we'll explain to the listeners what's going yeah. on. This is this has never happened before. This is But I think like in Kylan's situation, it's almost this fear of like if he loses, he wants to lose to someone he thinks is better than him. Whereas if he took someone that he thinks played a worse game than him, he would be humiliated if he lost to them. I don't know. To me that's like kind of like what I feel with him. It's like where it's like this prideful thing of like no, 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 no. Like, it's only the best. It's only the best. I only want to compete against the best. And he's almost scared that if he did take someone who wasn't deserving and they beat him, that'd be worse. Like, he would rather lose to someone better than him than to risk going with someone worse than him. Does that make sense? I don't know if that's true, but that's, I think, a possibility of what might be happening.
1: It makes sense. It's kind of a losing mentality, but it makes sense. And i hate it but also like it's kind of smart to head your bets in a way <laughs> like hey at least i i'm don't look dumb like if you you don't look bad if you lose to somebody who's crazy good the majority of the time now i have to think if that's actually the case
0: it's it's a thought it's a thought let's well let's uh yeah. let's in, let's uh welcome our guest here we got nick co-worker nick just popping on um how's it going nick
2: <laughs> good can you guys hear me okay
0: yeah, we could hear yeah.
2: you. Okay, I just kind of makes makeshifted a, a setup here real quick just to hop on for a little bit. Yeah. Well, I think I am the, fuming.
0: Well, yeah. Right you um you sent a very strong text with a lot of caps, and so I was like, we gotta just get you on even for a couple minutes just to to let you air out your grievances and join us in this disappointment of an episode. So, I don't know. What are you what are you feeling right now? How are you feeling after this two hour uh, one eviction per hour episode? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well,
2: first off, you can't convince me that that was supposed to be the triple. Like, it had to have been. They were planning for a triple, and then switched it out. Because there was so much fluff that, like, I mean, it was kind of cool to see the jury segments and stuff like that, but it was so drawn out that I just, uh oh, it was so long, so long to get to just the, uh oh, the worst possible scenario, and I just, I can't. Uh, I don't know what I don't know what you guys have talked about already or so far. Like I don't know if I can spoil anything. Go ahead and spoil said.
0: it all. You have yes. the floor.
2: Okay. No, I'm not trying to be mean to Oz, but she's literally being a waste of a player right now, and I don't mean that in the sense of like Victoria was a waste of a player, but Victoria never had power. Like Ozza got power, and she was completely clueless on what was going on. Like. I we kinda of talked about it at working, but I was you even said you're like, What's wins and like puts up Kyland and um, Xavier and I was like, Yeah, it's not gonna happen and then she won and I was I, like, Oh my gosh, maybe it's gonna happen. And no I would
1: like to formally apologize to you because I told you <laughs> I hope Ozza wins. Because I thought that she would be like Jessica from Big Brother 21. And so put so you're the one players who put this and take out, one out. Into, into the universe. So it's yeah. my fault. Gotcha. I would like to apologize to all Big Brother watchers.
2: Like, it's just... Uh, like, she clearly does not know what's going on. Like, I don't know how you get... I just don't know how you don't see that. And so I'm waiting. I can't wait for the segment this week where she cries in the DR and realizes, like, she got played by the guys. Because she did. And it was i i knew hannah was gonna go second unless she won hoh or veto but when aza won i was like oh maybe there's a chance yeah but there wasn't and i'm just oh i'm so over this season you know how i was positive at the beginning and you guys were just waiting for it yeah it's <laughs> i'm over it i'm just uh i'm over well, it well i feel like same later, thing every i little. feel
0: like you could even see that in aza at the beginning because i think like before you got on we were talking a little bit more about tiffany's eviction what we'll led to that and even okay. aza there where tiffany's like trying to describe to her like hey these three guys that are working together they're working and aza still was like not really buying it you know what i mean and like i don't think that was the only reason she didn't keep tiffany but like I feel like you could just see this coming where Ozza just has this blind loyalty. I mean, like, it makes sense with her and Big D. Like they've always been tight. And I don't know if it's just this like, you know, middle school crush, she's still got an Xavier or whatever, but like she just really doesn't have reads on what's happening. And what do you what do you guys just think about what her conversation with Hannah before the nominations? Because she explained to Hannah in the episode tonight that, like, Xavier was the target. Do you think any of that was true? Or was that just her trying to, I don't know, calm Hannah down to let her be okay with being on the block? Because that was the weird part to me, and that's where I had a hint of hope. I was like, wait, maybe she is going for Xavier? Um, Yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think about that?
1: I definitely thought she was serious, and I was pumped, because I was like, man, if she gets Xavier out or... If Xavier wins and then Kylan goes out like that would be awesome. I would love that turn of events. So I was really hoping that that's what it was. But now I guess I'm not so sure. She was convincing and I didn't know actually where her head was at. I thought it was weird that Xavier would be the one that she was going for and that she'd be protecting Kylan because she promised him that she would when she was never going to go on the block last week anyways. Like it was just which she didn't know that because she's a bad player, but that was mean. That was uncalled for, um, but not incorrect. So I, I I wanted to believe her, but I guess I don't know for sure. I guess I'll need to wait for tomorrow's episode to see if it gives, a, gives us some background on where that decision came from, if they're planning on getting Hannah. Because this whole, this whole season, we've known the plan. Every single week, we've known the plan. And so with this, it, we don't know the plan because there's no clear, like, this is the goal. Everybody's playing for themselves and what they think is best
0: yeah yeah it was i don't know it was fascinating and i think it didn't make sense i think that's where i'm at with it because like even if you are going for xavier she she claimed that she made a deal with kylan not to put him up and that's why which where did that come from that's, I think that was my biggest confusion with it because she hasn't been Kylan's fan at all this season. And so all of a sudden now she's like, hey, I had to keep Kylan safe. So I'm going to put you and Xavier up on the block. And Hannah rightfully so was like, that doesn't make sense. What are you going to No, I'm like, you know, like Hannah knew from the start, like that was a losing battle. And I think Hannah kind of almost gave up on that because it's like, okay, whatever. I just had to go for Vito at this point. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know, Nick, I don't know if we missed anything that you know about on the feeds or anything about, like, Azza, Kylan, like, why that decision was made. Uh, From the feeds, I don't know, but I
2: think it's either she was, Hannah was her target and she was just lying to her, or she just clearly didn't know what was going on. Because, like you said, she, her reasoning doesn't make sense. Like, she even tried to explain, she's like, I'd break the tie in your favor and vote out Big D. Mm -hmm. Like. Or Kylan and it was just it didn't make sense it's like okay you're gonna make a deal with Kylan not to put him up but then if he's on the block you'll vote you'll break the tie. Yeah because favor. apparently it didn't she make said sense the deal like, was she, like
0: she was allowed to backdoor him but not put him up like it was like what?
2: No and yeah and so then also just the logic wasn't there when she was saying like who would vote for who and so it's either a she was lying and Hannah was her target. Or B, she just didn't know what was going on and got played by the guys who have just been atrocious on the feeds all week. I don't know if you guys have seen that. but <laughs> It I hasn't haven't. been great. I think
0: B
1: is more likely, personally. Uh, I do think her logic made sense that, like, she made an agreement with Kylan that for that HOH, if she won, she wouldn't put him up initially. But if somebody came down, she wouldn't have, like, she couldn't put up Big D. Like, that wasn't an option. And so it would have to be him. That makes sense to me because everybody knows that he's her number one. Is it good gameplay? No. Should she have put Kylan and Xavier up immediately? Yes, but she didn't. So, like, you're
2: at the cookout. Like, you're at the final six now or final five, whatever. Like, any deals within the cookout shouldn't matter because you Mm -hmm. ultimately got to your goal. And if you could go against Tiffany like you did, then you should be fine going against a deal you made with Kylan. Like,. Mm -hmm. It's just, I don't know, the reasoning is invalid to me.
0: Yeah. Especially, I don't know how she thinks Xavier and Kylan are good people to take to the end. Because, like, they are the people who are winning competitions at this point. Do you really think that they're going to look out for you? Do you really think that they're going to take you from the final three to the final two? Like, do you really think that you have a chance to get them out again? Like. This is the one time you have had power this season. The one time, possibly, probably the only time, you're going to get power this season. And that's what you want to do with it.
1: I'm mad. Apparently. In her defense, she did beat Xavier head-to-head. So I think she's actually better at competitions than he is.
0: Thoughts, boys? <laughs> Well, apparently the the jury thinks that every competition that Xavier lost he threw.
1: Which is not true. I mean,
0: a lot of them I think he did though. I mean, we we said it before, but like you lose a competition, you you're just, you just you can just say I threw it and people are going to believe, you know what I mean? Like there's no way to prove that. Mm-hmm. But like the jury 100%. just have, They have him so yeah. high. They're like, "Oh yeah, any competition he could have won." Any competition he lost, he must have thrown. Otherwise, he would have won them all. It's like, wait, what? I
1: I don't know. I'm still on the exam. I know you are. Even <laughs> if that's the case where he hasn't thrown a single competition, he's just done poorly in some, he has the entire jury convinced that he throws every competition he loses. It's just because he keeps saying it. It's not that sometimes he can be beaten. He throws it because he's so confident or so comfortable or so slick that he doesn't have to win it. Like, that's top tier big brother player gameplay because the only the best players can like throw competitions consistently and be top tier or convince people that they did because dr will for sure just convinced us that he did for big brother two. at least that's where i'm at for most of big brother two, he was trying and he just sucked so he's like you know what i'm just gonna say i'm throwing okay well here's a here's
0: um, a tweet for you okay on tonight this was during the head-to-head with xavier and aza uh janelle right we all know janelle okay she tweeted mm-hmm. that awkward moment when you both try to throw the hoh and there's a lot of people on twitter thinking that aza and xavier were both trying to throw it i'm not really following the logic but do you think there's any chance that either of them were throwing it no cool
2: <laughs> i don't think so because then the options are hannah and big d like Unless they were well, I think to I think win, but like when Hanna it came to the clear, final two, so I think like target, so she's saying
0: Xavier was throwing it to Azza and Azza was throwing it to Xavier because they both knew that they were to have each other's oh. backs. Um, which Aza's gotcha. really bad at throwing
1: competitions, if that's the case.
0: Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Xavier, maybe, like but to... like I don't know. But that's like so because I think like the other part you had maybe, to think about but... is that winning this Hoh isn't the best because then it's. The next week is the final four hoh which is a pretty important one to win and so i think if xavier is this mastermind yep. that would be a, a pretty smart thing to do to throw it to someone who probably is going to keep you somewhat safe and i don't know so i could see it but
2: that's fair yes <laughs> well i probably should hop off yeah um Yes. For us, but just give it to a couple us. a couple last things to say one uh based on what you were saying earlier um Kylan mm. essentially is Cody from bb 16 right now like he would rather take Xavier to the end and lose than take big D or Aza and probably win but in his mind because you know being in the house who knows how mental games it plays on you he thinks he wouldn't want to lose
0: that's to a them. that's a good comparison I don't hate that
2: and so that's how I see that situation right now. Um, and then B, I unless unless Xavier is on the block in final four and Big Deer Aza takes him out, I don't see a situation where Xavier doesn't win this game.
1: And that's a decent amount of points for me for I if it's him and win. Derek F in final
0: two, boys, I might win this fantasy thing. Like you never know. I got a shot. Well, I still got Kylan and Azza. So if Kylan takes Azza to the final two and Azza wins it. Nathan, one of us has got, got the winner right.
1: That's amazing. Look at us That's go. That's pretty good. All right, Nick. <sighs> Did you have any of those we'll, uh, for Nick?
2: There you go. Uh, I had Tiffany, Hannah, and Xavier going into tonight, and now I only have Xavier. Wow. So it is what it is. And then I also have a comment on Tiffany. All right. I I have stuff to say about Tiffany, but we'll do that in (laughs) a minute. Well, it's just... Yes. Okay, just real quick, I'll say... Oh, It's, It's what I told you earlier, Tony, at work. And maybe you can talk about it more later when I'm gone, but I applaud Tiffany for, like, what she came into the house to do. And... The goal of the cookout like I'm I'm happy that she's happy that that happened but as a fan there's no doubt in my mind that Tiffany would have won this game Mm. if she hadn't done the cookout and so she's happy because she got her wish with the cookout and there's gonna be a black winner which is awesome but I 100% believe Tiffany would have won this game had she not yeah Made the cookout a goal.
0: No, I'm but don't hate that. It is dick. what
2: it is, and that's all I got to say. Yeah, but you boys <laughs> have a good rest of your night. I look forward to listening to this thanks tomorrow. For and by. Hearing we more appreciate of your thoughts. it.
0: This is a um, fun new segment. i will talk to you tomorrow. At work, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah,
2: thanks for having bye, me. Bye bye,
0: Nick. See you, man.
2: Sounds good. All right, see ya.
0: Should we uh keep talking about Tiffany then since we're the Tiffany train. The yes. Tiffany train. Since that's naturally so, where we already were before. Nick rudely interrupted. Just kidding. What a <laughs> jerk.
1: Uh, it's not like we invited him or anything. Um, so Tiffany. So I've been thinking about Tiffany. And so I was at a point where I was like, Man, is Tiffany actually a good player? Because she's she's not she's like chaotic and um, honestly kind of sloppy in some of the things that she's done. Um, like I, I just think back to like trying to get the vote, vote to switch from Christian, trying to get the vote to switch from Derek. X. Mm-hmm. like those were admirable, and like I kind of wanted her to su- succeed because it would have been interesting, but at the same time, like she was never going to, and if she did, her entire alliance was going to be upset with her. So there was always this like, "What are you doing? You're doing too much." Um, and so it kind of actually. That's where I was at this morning, and then Nick told me what he just said about how the cookout like ruined her game, just the idea of the cookout ruined her mm-hmm.
0: game,
1: and he didn't say it that way, but that's the way that I'm going to say it. I think that she she like could not play the game that we all wanted her to play, that she wanted to play, that everyone wanted her to play, because she was fighting for something bigger than herself, and we've talked about it before, the cookout's great, and we're happy that it mm-hmm. happened, but... It's, it's a bummer, because unless Tiffany comes back, like we're never going to get to see her fa- play a game that we know that she can. Because if it weren't for the cookout, I promise you she would have gotten the Christian to stay. I promise you she would have gotten Derek X to stay. At least one of them, because there wouldn't have been the cookout as the fallback as the one thing that couldn't happen. There would have been another alliance, of course, but an alliance that was less founded in something as firm as having a, the first black winner. Sure. So... The whole season, like, she did great. She masterminded the strategy. She, in my opinion, uh, she would have been the best winner. I would have loved to have her as the winner. But she had the disadvantage that she couldn't play her own game this season. And therefore, we saw a fraction of who she is as a player. And that makes me sad.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I really can't disagree with that. And I think the biggest thing that I see in her is that she at least had reads on the game and what was happening she knew Mm -hmm. that kylan and xavier were the threats and she knew that if it wasn't for the cookout she should have done that and i think that's why that take of like her she could have won this game i think that's where that stands firm because like she had the power um twice yeah yeah i mean she had two hohs you know Mm -hmm. i mean In a way, kind of three, because she pretty much told Claire how to use her secret HOH, you know, and so. Mm -hmm.
1: But it spanned two weeks, right?
0: But she had the power, and chose not to use it on the biggest threats, who that she identified, like she identified them as threats. Mm -hmm. So this wasn't like an Ozla situation where Ozla is clueless and doesn't know who the real threats are. Tiffany was well aware of what she was doing. She was well aware that sending Claire home was a bad move for her game. So, like, she had all these options, and that's where I think more so than anyone, I think the cookout was the worst for her game. Where everyone else, like... And I've said this before, where I really feel like Xavier was a big one in, like, let's just keep the cookout steady, let's keep this strong, you know what I mean? Like, it was real, like... I just feel like I heard a lot of him on the feeds and then the episodes, like him being that that center for them. And I think that was smart on his part because if it wasn't for the cookout, I don't think him and Kylan would have gone as far as they did. Um, I think Tiffany mm-hmm. and others would have stopped them. Um, so, yeah.
1: I do think Tiffany also benefited a lot from the cookout because she always had that security blanket. Like That's true, yes. Kyland and Xavier wanted to get her out. Big D has wanted to get her out since like week three. For some reason, he hates her. And I, I don't understand it, but yeah, I think it's a situation where they don't like each other. And it's one of those things where when you don't like someone, you're just you act differently towards them. Not even like mean, but like also you can tell that there's something there. So then you just start to dislike that person as well. I think it's one of those situations. Sure, And you just don't and have so, a
0: logical reason. It's just you just you can't vibe with them. Mm-hmm,
1: exactly. And so. I think that she absolutely benefited from it, which the game would have looked completely different if the cookout didn't exist. That's worth noting. Yeah. But she definitely benefited from it as well. And I think she would have had a more fun game to watch, but I'm scared that she would have burned out faster. Mm. Not Frenchy fast, but I think I'm scared that she would have played too hard. Too fast, and then early in jury, she's out because she's just been doing too much, and people don't trust that's her.
0: That's a valid point, because you remember, these early episodes, that was always my take with her, is that I was just waiting for her to burn out, because those early weeks, she was gaming. And so I think that's a very reasonable point, is that, you know, the cookout as damaging as it was for a game, it was also just as helpful, because she might have burnt out, you know, week four or five, and... <laughs> because Xavier and Kylan definitely had more power than she did throughout the season and so they definitely had opportunities to get her out if they wanted to do you
1: know what I would 100% be okay with? what's that? Big Brother 23 2.0 they bring back the exact same cast every single person put them in the house again maybe an accelerated game and just have them go at it again with no cookout. Because there are so many, like, great game players and so many fun personalities and players. Mm-hmm. And it would be fascinating to see them get to go at it again. Like, even one thing that I want to make sure we talk about is who their favorite, bit, like, Big Brother Legends that they would want to be in alliance with. We're going to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> but, because it was fascinating to see. Uh, but, like, seeing how their minds work and how, how they play the game. Like, Alyssa, I think, is... An, Extremely underrated player. I think she's really solid. I think she got the wool pulled over her eyes. Like um, I think I compared her to Brittany last week with the Brigade. I think it was a very similar situation yeah. where she's a strong player, but sometimes you just get so blinded by what's going on that you don't see what's right in front of you. So I would love to just see all of these people go again yep. and
0: see what happened. That Honestly, that concept alone, I would be fascinated with almost any season. Would... Okay, mm-hmm. so they would obviously have the knowledge of who wins, right? Yep. <laughs> that would be... I mean, I feel like there's just too many dynamics to because then you would have the... I mean, so many pre-existing relationships, so many mm-hmm. bonds that would form and also fall apart in between the seasons. Um, you would... I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it'd just be... That'd be... I don't. Know. I'm. My mind is just racing now because that is just a concept I've never considered, and I, I'm gonna be thinking about this for days now. So thank you for bringing this up. It'd
1: be so fascinating. Yeah. Oh gosh, because like you would also have like, oh, this person talked mad trash constantly in the diary room. I'm not gonna trust like Big D. He constantly talks trash about most of the people. Like, not trusting him. Like, let's get him up out of here immediately. Like, I don't want to deal with that crap. So it'd be interesting. I feel like the threats would be interesting because you'd see the people that are loved by America or loved by other house guests and you'd target them early. It would be very interesting to see who lasts longest. Or maybe even if it's just post-jury, minus one. So Brittany's not on the season, mm. but everyone after Brittany is, just redoes this jury se- segment. Do you just not want Brittany? Se- <sighs> Britney's the worst, man. So... <laughs> My roommate sat down with me for like a half hour while I was watching Uh the show and not three minutes into Brittany being on the screen for the jury segment went, she's really annoying. And I was like, you know what? You're right. She's, she's really annoying.
0: She's just too much most of the time. And so I don't know how to describe her jury segment, but it just felt like very odd. Like her reactions to everything didn't like. None of it made sense. Like as a human, like no human would react. Like, why do you have such a strong reaction to almost anything? Because like the things that would happen, it would just be like, I don't know, like someone winning a veto or something. She's like, oh my gosh! I was like, wait, what? Why are you reacting like this? It doesn't make you know what I mean. Like Derek reacted strongly when he saw Hannah won the veto. That makes sense. He reacted strongly when he saw Tiffany won HOH and knew that Claire went home. That made sense. Brittany acted like that with every little detail. And I was like, you're not acting like a... Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. It's very fascinating.
1: I feel like she's always, like, trying to be a character. I think she found out America liked her, and now she's just constantly trying to, like, meet that level of excitement and joy. And I, I don't know. I feel like she's trying to play up for the cameras, but in the worst way. I think, uh, I think Big D's doing the, the same worst. thing. That's because all he has is the casual fans. Anybody who actually knows him hates him. Yeah. Actually knows the show and like sees behind the facade. He
0: knows he can't win, uh, win competitions, so might as well try to win AFP, I guess. AFH. I think that's probably what Britney's doing. Is it Ma- like, America's favorite that. player or house guest? It's
1: usually house guest, but it used to be player. Oh,
0: okay. So that's why I'm getting it confused yeah i think so weird
1: or america's player you might just be getting it mixed up with america's
0: player wait so it's not favorite it's just america's
1: or that's no like dan was america's or no eric was america's player
0: not dan dan was america's player for like a week week, and he voted out jesse okay that's a very odd thing i specifically remember um (laughs) well that's when he was judas too jerry oh i miss big brother 10 so much oh it was a good time do you want what else do we need to hit on from this week do we want to talk any more about the jury segment since we're kind of on it
1: um oh yeah they figured out the cookout (laughs) entirely and also well i mean they started kind of giving away huge hints everyone did
0: in their goodbye messages um, yeah, which it, it's so at they the point really like, that none kind of them can get mad at each at other it. because they all pretty much did it, you know? Like, they're all just saying it at this point, yeah. so mm-hmm. I don't really understand, like, what the rules were of what you could and couldn't say. Because, like, they, mm-hmm. they were literally saying it, so I was like, why don't you just spell it out? Why are you—and and even th- even the jury, the jury had this moment where they're like— Were you about to yes. say it? Where they're like, they're like, oh, because they want one of—, of them to win and they like did they yeah like, yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they like wouldn't say it out loud scared to say it, it was finally like derek was the first one to say the word black where he was like oh because there hasn't mm-hmm. been a black woman winner and they're like no black anyone he's like oh no black but before that like none of them were saying it it was like this like unspoken word and i was like what is are you like afraid to say that out loud i don't know it was very odd
1: and they did the same thing with tiffany when she was telling claire like i just when i came into this house i couldn't put anyone up who looked or any of them up i think that's what she said like she she's specific for some reason they're scared to say like i wanted a black winner i wanted someone who was black to win for the first time and that has been my goal just say that to me please like yeah it, it feels weird how much they're dancing around it and i think i understand more if like Derek X and Brittany and them not wanting to be like, Oh, all the black people are like, we've talked about it before. Like that's a weird thing to assume and could look bad. But mm-hmm. when they're being spoon fed that that's the Alliance and that's the reason behind the Alliance, just say it like that's not dance around it. anymore
0: yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was a funny moment. Um, but yeah, some of the jury members, I I think so. Like Brittany very much does not like Kylan. Um, she thinks Xavier is, like, the best one in the house, okay? Um, mm-hmm. Claire She's correct. says she would still want Tiffany to win, um, so that's going to be a sad uh, realization soon. Um, so no yep. hard feelings there. Um, Alyssa, I think, understood it. I think she took it well. Um, it was hard. I, I, I wanted a little bit more from Alyssa because I think she was definitely blindsided. Like, up until her eviction, she still mm-hmm. didn't really realize what was going on. And it didn't really feel like we got a lot from her in the jury segment. Um, and then Sarah Beth kind of took it personal from Kylan.
1: I think she just doesn't like anybody in the cookout now.
0: Yeah? She just doesn't want to say it? The
1: vibe I got is she hated all of it. <laughs> and, like, you just can't say it. Like, that's the worst thing you could ever Well, do. yes. If you ever want to, yeah. like be involved with CBS ever for anything. You can't be like now the cookout stinks. This is stupid. Like you can't do mm-hmm. that. And but she seems so upset. Yeah. And real bitter. And she was like, "I understand like why they did it, but why did he lie to me about these things?" It's like, "No, you don't understand why I did that stuff. You're just trying to excuse it and then say that he right. did something right, else." Right, right, right. Like you're just upset, <laughs> which I understand.
0: No, like, it that I mean that has got to suck. It's got to really suck, especially I wonder if after hearing how other people were like kind of almost let down i think you know like tiffany gave it to claire very gently and had this moment kylan did not give that to sarah beth you know so i wonder if there's some of that too like comparing like how everyone else was let known about the cookout and she's just like oh kylan just straight up lied to me hmm kylan's kind
1: of the worst i don't know there's something about kylan I'll be honest. That makes him feel like, I don't know, like a snake or... I... He seems genuine. He seems like a nice dude, but then also like, I don't know if he is. I think he's very... When it comes to the game of Big Brother, to be clear. Well,
0: I mean, I told you about his tweets, right? The ones that are just like... Yeah. So I think he he just yeah. has this side to him that is very arrogant. And I don't mean that as a completely negative way, but almost more of a matter of fact, where I just think he is very confident in himself. And... Tonight, we kind of got a segment of him talking to Azza and him just, like, talking in circles and just, like, using just big words that she's like, what are you saying? And there's been a lot of that in the feeds and a lot of people on Twitter, like, almost poke fun at him because he just, like, literally talks and talks about, like, nothing and about himself. And, like, it's just – he likes to hear himself talk, I think. So I think he's one of those. But I'll be honest. I want him to win so bad. I think he is such an entertaining villain – and I think I want a villain to win. That's what I want. Mm. You you know I'm over Xavier. Xavier's too much of a nice, friendly little, like, oh, just keep it cool. Keep it. I want Kyland to make some people mad at him and then to win Big Brother. That's what I want. So that's where I'm at with Kyland. You're a big
1: Dick Donato guy, too.
0: Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I think Big Brother Game, Dick Donato. I can't. I can't support him on the internet anymore. He's a, he's a little much for my liking. <laughs> oh yeah, I feel like everything that I've seen has been entertaining and like not bad. But I
1: also have not consumed much of his content, so I definitely do not want to endorse him.
0: I don't. I don't think that has to be your whole personality. Is that you're literally a dick? I don't know. Like aim for something more. But I think Kylan is a. Uh... It's kind of funny. Yeah. Whatever. I just. I, they said his name is Dick, and he's... Yeah, no, it's it was a, a good dick. branding choice on his parents' part.
1: Yes, it was. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it moving. Yeah. One thing about the jury segment that I really thought was weird, sorry if I'm taking it back a step, no, but I wanted to ahead. mention this.
0: When did they do
1: Alyssa's goodbye messages?
0: Um, I don't think they have shown most of them this season on the episode
1: but she was the second part of the double like when do they record oh, those do they record those after she yes, goes out yep
0: so like during a double eviction they'll record okay. them after the fact um and most of the time like even even like when they do show them on the episode you usually only see like what three or four um what happens is once they go back into um what's the word that I'm looking for, like, where they go. Not the Jerry House, but wherever. They, like, they take them away.
1: Sequester. What was that?
0: That's Sequestor. the word I'm looking for, sequester. So, like, they'll take them back into the sequester, and then later on they'll show them every single goodbye message. So even, like, the ones we don't see, like, even the ones that they don't watch live, they'll mm-hmm. still watch all of them. So I'm guessing that's the case. Um, because you can, you can watch most of them on Paramount Plus, too. Like, all the goodbye messages, which... I've watched some of them, but most most of them honestly like aren't that great. And if they are important, like the episode will just kind of flashback, like they did tonight. So, what's wrong with Angela? <laughs> yeah, not a lot of those moments. It's I it's it's weird. The goodbye messages used to be so much better, and I think that's a lot of like it's all. I think it's just the theme of like how Big Brother has progressed, where it's like also the eviction speeches haven't been as good, you know, or powerful or like you know what i mean but like every now and then like they'll be like because like some of the most iconic moments come from speeches and goodbye messages and like is there an iconic speech this year that we're gonna remember no probably not Not that i can think of
1: britney's rap
0: (laughs) yeah that's it (laughs) that's that's the moment that that's the most iconic speech from this season
1: I still skip Big, big those. Brother Big <laughs> Brother <laughs> 20 have like five of
0: them. Yeah. yeah. Mostly all from Brett, but still.
1: Brett is just the best. <laughs> I love Brett so much. Yeah. Oh, we had the one dude back. The what? This week. The dude who like was the grandma the one year or the alien another year. He was there for the egg thing. I think it was the same
0: guy. I... Don't wasn't paying full attention to the egg competition. I'll be honest. That's fair.
1: I was disappointed. Nobody shook the eggs like Jackson did when he like figured out that that balanced out the weight inside the egg.
0: Yeah, it's. um, It's it's like a it's a. What am I trying to say? I'm losing my words tonight. It's like a cheat for the game, right? It's a hack. But no one. No one cared to like learn it. I think that's very telling. Yeah, of I, like, like if I was going on Big Brother, I would study every competition because you know what competitions they're going to do. Mm-hmm. But they didn't do I it. I mean,
1: it, it, it's always the same. That's one of my least favorite things. It's always the exact same competitions, and most of them suck or aren't interesting. So, like, why are we doing them over and over?
0: Here's... Okay. Well, two things. One, I think maybe, maybe we should talk about BB Comics. I don't even know if it's worth it because, like, that's one that, you know, here we go again, BB Comics. But... I last week we didn't even talk about Zingbot. You realize that we went the whole episode and didn't talk about Zingbot. Are we bad at? Our I don't job? know. <laughs> I had that thought this week. I was like, "Wow!" Like two years ago, we had a whole like. Remember, we like ranked our top five zings of all Best time, of and like we were like Zingbots here, yeah. and like this year it's just like. We we literally didn't even mention it because it's so irrelevant. And the zings were, like, whatever. I think the biggest zing was, like, Azza and having a crush on Xavier. I don't even remember what the zing was, but, like, he called her out. But, like, whatever.
1: It was like she'll never get a date with him. The one saying Tiffany was old was kind of mean. And calling Claire Bigfoot was kind of mean. That was, that <laughs> was like, crazy. That zings. was crazy. They were decent zings.
0: Oh. Oh. It,
1: I was like, oh, boy, we're going that deep. All right, that's cool at Zingbot. It's a little excessive. Um, so that's Zingbot, that's Zingbot
0: talk. Uh, BB Comics was this week, um, which I don't even know if they're saying anything. Sarah Breath, that was clearly no personality trait to her, right?
1: I thought it was funny. I skipped most of BB Comics. It was like 20 minutes of the episode, and, like, you don't need to watch any of it. It's them commenting on what they see.
0: And I noticed that they had a cape. So then I had to go back and put the one with the cape up. Cool. Fascinating. Yeah, then Tiffany went home. Um, <laughs> double eviction. I know we've already talked about it. Azza one, She put up Hannah and Xavier claiming Xavier as the target. Kylan wins Vito and takes Xavier off. Aza looked shook. She could not believe what happened. She looked like, how could my plan possibly fail? I'll tell you how it could fail, Aza, because it was a terrible plan. (laughs) It was a terrible plan. Like, there are two obvious competitors in this house that are going to win this veto. Mm -hmm. And you left an option where both of them could be left off the block. So, to be fair,
1: Kylan doing that was really stupid. I feel like... She does deserve blame, but it's absurd to be like, oh, Kylan's going to pull off his only threat as a physical player.
0: That's true. That's true. Like, Kylan should have just used that as an excuse to, like, get Xavier out. Fair point. Mm -hmm. I think the only way that this could be a good move on Aza is if Hannah was her target. But if Hannah is her target, that was a dumb move. So any way you look at it, it was a bad play for anyone I think everyone had a bad night except Xavier.
1: Agreed. I cannot find who they said that they would want in their alliances if they could. I don't
0: know if there's a. I was I was wondering if you wrote them down because I didn't know if there was a concise list somewhere, if it was all just in video form.
1: I might say, pause recording for a second while I look.
0: All right, Tony. Read us these videos that you have transcribed for us.
1: Let's do this Nathan.
0: All right, so we got
1: Claire first of all my girl Claire she went with Daniel Reyes and Jason Guy from Big Brother three, which I love. What are your thoughts on that alliance and, okay,
0: so this is this is who they want to be in an alliance with so they are working with these people
1: it is that that was the prompt that they were given a lot of okay. these feel like it was probably more like, hey, I'll just pick my two favorite players because some of these are bad picks for who you actually want to work with, I think.
0: I I feel like this answer though, no offense, but like no, Jason is nobody's favorite player of all time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that tells me I think Claire is thinking about this and that seems like a very logical answer and I think they are a very strong duo. You know what I mean? Like they to me they are a very overlooked duo and I would I think that's a great alliance for anyone to be in
1: absolutely and they're they're just great like they they make big brother 3 so much more fun which makes the ending so much worse all right on to the next one sarah beth this is one where actually this isn't like a bad alliance to have overall but she picked frank and danny i mean she would always be the weakest competitor so it's kind of nice in that aspect
0: but i'm assuming danny donato danny donato good call okay is there another danny I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> it's good to clarify. Good call. And Frank. <laughs> I you, guess if you would have said Danielle, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you
1: think about those two?
0: That. Oh, man. I don't know. It's hard because, like, Danielle was loyal in mm-hmm. most of her seasons, but season one was her dad. Now, she didn't have a good relationship with her dad, so I don't know. Whatever about that. And Frank is just probably not a great player. I I love Frank Yeah But his two seasons, he didn't really have a strategic game He was good at competitions And he was the victim, one of the victims of Dan's funeral So you can't tell me he's got the smartest strategic brain on his shoulders Head on his shoulders Brain inside of his head on his shoulders
1: I think that's the saying, he nailed that Yeah, strong agree I... Here, do this. Rank these alliances on a scale of one to ten for me. So the okay. first one was Claire, Danielle, and Jason. How would you rank that ally- rate that alliance?
0: That would I'd give a nine. That's a very strong, strong alliance. That's very I'm strong I'm alliance. including Claire though. I'm yep. I'm taking yep, yep, their yep. skills as well. So then Sarah, Beth, Frank, and Danny.
1: That's gotta be a five. I was gonna go four, but that's fair.
0: Now cool. Okay. Next,
1: we have Aza, June, and Libra, which is just, it shows me that she watches a lot, like she has watched Big Brother, because Libra is a deep cut, June is a deep yeah. cut, but it also shows me how not good at Big Brother she is, if this is actually an alliance that she wants
0: to assemble. Yeah, I mean, Libra is a, that's, she's just picking her favorite player from one of the best seasons, that's all it is, you know, like mm-hmm. nobody's picking Libra off as strategy, uh, June, very good winner, but again, not the winner that I would choose to align with in that way, and um, yeah, I, I probably would give this alliance like a four.
1: Mm-hmm. In an alliance, you want loyalty, and I don't want to pick the f- person who invented the f- floater gameplay as my alliance member at that point. Um,
0: especially in a modern season where the flutter gameplay doesn't work as well
1: yeah exactly uh, let's see so next we have Alyssa with Jeff and Jordan who everybody knows Jeff and Jordan
0: not as much I will say CBS has backed off on them a bit They I got. they uh, realize
1: that people didn't like Jeff as much as ca- well casuals still love him I'm sure
0: yeah I mean Jeff would have been cancelled today if the live feeds if he was on the live feeds <laughs>
1: that's just the way it is I've never actually seen the things that he said, but I've heard they were bad, and I trust that.
0: The, again, I'm not I'm not making any sort of statement on Jeff itself. I'm just saying Twitter would not have let CBS... Whatever. Beyond the beyond the fact of whether or not he's good at the game. Um, their first season, Jordan won. Their second season on Rachel won, who was in their alliance. So, arguably they're good to be in alliance with and statistically every alliance that they are in someone from their alliance wins so i think that's solid do i want to work with them no does it make sense why Alyssa, wants to work with them perhaps i'll give it a six no i'll give it a seven
1: i like it all right now this one this is this is some heavy hitters so we got tiffany who everybody loves tiffany Uh, And she is with Dan and Derek, two of the goats of Big Brother.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think Tiffany just understood the assignment. It was pick a strong alliance, and (laughs) you can't get much stronger than that, right?
1: It'd be fascinating to see how an alliance like that would work together, though.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the... I don't know if Dan and Derek would ever work together just off of principle yep. because they are the two alphas. Oh, it's not even that. Their gameplay is just so drastically different to me. That's true, too.
1: Dan and- is like a showman. <laughs> Derek is like, I'm just going to hide behind the scenes and like be pulling the strings, but I don't want you to know that I'm pulling the strings. As soon as he was compared to Dan, he sent Nicole packing because he was like, nope, nobody can think that I'm <laughs> playing like Dan.
0: Which is why I think he will never come back. And that's why I think Dan did come back. Because Dan came back because he could still be a show. I don't think Derek could come back because I don't think Derek wants to play a game that he can't hide behind. That's just my I think All Stars was his team. best chance or
1: an all winners season. I think those are the only ways that Derek could come back and be even remotely successful.
0: That's true. All that to say, I mean, you can't dislike this alliance. Mm-hmm. Um Tiffany's just like who are the strongest players? Yeah, let me align with them, so I'll give it an eight. So then we have Hannah, who picked Davon and Ian, <laughs> which is just a weird trio. Well, the interesting thing is we did see Davon and Ian play together. Yeah. I mean, it was great. Did they interact at all? Can I remember a single interaction that they personally had? No. Um, I think Davon is definitely a favorite pick. She's iconic, so it makes sense why Hannah would want to choose her. But maybe not strategically. And Ian, I don't, I just, I wouldn't want to be in alliance with Ian. Nope. I don't know why. I just, I feel like his
1: showing on Big Brother, 20, his big, showing on Big Brother 14 wasn't good enough for me to want to be in alliance. And his showing on Big Brother 22 didn't help either. Like, it made things worse. He, he's
0: a solid player, and he's a very solid winner. I would like it, and I appreciate his win. But, even the season he won, his alliance wanted him out. Mm-hmm. He he didn't he win. He didn't win because of an alliance that got in there. He won despite his alliance trying to get him out for weeks. So what does that say? I respect
1: it, but like, no, I don't want to align with that.
0: Yeah, solid uh solid three. That's the Love worst it. one. <laughs> now we got Big D,
1: Derek F. He wants Vaughn, which we discussed. Like, that's a favorite pick. She's iconic, understandable. Yeah. And somebody who he plays a similar game to... We have Derek.
0: <laughs> Thoughts? He said, like, those were his words. He plays a similar game to Derek. It was close to that. It was basically like,
1: uh... It was like we play a similar game or I play like him. Something like that.
0: It was yeah, not yeah.
1: accurate, whatever he said. It was that sentiment, at least.
0: Okay. Um... I don't even want to give him the satisfaction of like dissecting this like that is, this this com- like me comparing Derek and Derek is not worth my time. And this podcast is better than that. So this alliance Their names
1: aren't even spelled the same.
0: This alliance gets a two. OK, because once again, De- here's the thing. Derek F doesn't like Go Tiffany. On. You think he's going to like Dave Vaughn? Oh, yeah. You think Dave Vaughn's going to stand up, like, not stand up? Like, he, she's going to give it to him. Mm-hmm. He likes Ozzy because Ozzy sits there in the background and stays quiet. Yeah. He doesn't like Tiffany because Tiffany just is, like, has a personality. Dave Vaughn has the personality. He's crazy if he thinks they're getting along.
1: I enjoyed that a lot. That's a one. <laughs> You're just like, I'm going off. It's time. He's getting it. All right. Next we have Kyland, and this is a fascinating trio. We got Kyland, mm-hmm. Casey, and Cody.
0: Cody, uh, sixteen. Calfiore,
1: yeah, Calfiore, something like that.
0: I mean, I don't that's, know how to pronounce it. That's how that, you spell it. That's just. I'm sorry, but that's just like the right answer to me. <laughs> that's a crazy alliance. That's a crazy alliance. I don't think, I mean, okay, let's look at it in this sense, okay? If you're talking from an alliance standpoint, Cody chose his alliance over winning the game in 16. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Casey, I mean, it's debatable whether or not she should have won. She like risked her game by taking one of the best players in the game to the end because she was in an alliance with him. So, mm-hmm. I just think that's the correct answer. It's those two people you want to work with. So, would it be the most fun people to work with? Probably not. Would,
1: would it be an exciting season? make it to the end? End? <laughs> it'd be fun. Um,
0: could you? Could the three of them just win the entire game? I don't would, know if they'd lose. A the three of them would just switch off hohs and vetoes. Yeah. No, that that alliance is a ten in my book.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that'd be terrifying to see on the other side. Uh, and then lastly, we have Xavier. All right, I would like you to predict what you're going to give this the, Xavier's alliance.
0: Um, I don't think it can be any worse than a seven. I'm going to say seven or eight.
1: All right, I think I think it's probably in that range. We got Xavier, Danielle Reyes, and Dan
0: Geesling. Oh, that's solid. I, but here's the thing. I think again, if we're talking alliance standpoint, I think those are players. I think Daniel working with Jason showed us that she can do it. I think Dan mm-hmm. would play for himself, mm-hmm. and I think that's the issue. Where is Dan like a better player than like let's say Casey and Cody? A hundred percent. But are Casey and Cody going to be better alliance members? Probably. So that's where mm-hmm. I can't I can't get the advantage to it. So yeah, I'd say a seven. All
1: right, you nailed it. All right that's that's all of them do you i think, got it right i passed do you think the listeners can tell that we redid half of those <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're just gonna out us like that
1: <laughs> if you thought that i was just gonna let that go guys i realized halfway through the first time that i wasn't recording
0: so we went back and redid it <laughs> so half of those takes are just us reiterating what we already said 10 minutes prior yeah and so you have to go through and figure out which ones that's show business baby
1: Killing it. All right. We went long tonight when you were like, I don't know if we'll have 20 minutes to fill with content.
0: Well, we also have, I mean, if you're looking at the timer of our recording right now, we had to cut about 15 minutes of you looking up those videos that I'm also outing us on where we cut. So
1: Nathan, we've told them before that we we'll, never cut anything.
0: We'll probably be around the same time. I'm guessing this podcast will probably be about an hour which is we'll take that so we did it we we filled we filled the dead air um are you guys proud of us out there (laughs) before we wrap up we didn't even talk about hannah going it sucks hannah was one of my favorites that's all i think
1: it was so sad that we just wanted to pretend it didn't happen
0: yeah um let's give a quick ranking i think we kind of hinted at a lot of us but let's just make it official Give me, in order, who you think has the best chance of winning the game right now to least.
1: Xavier, Kyland. <laughs> Derek F. Aza.
0: I have the same exact ranking. Hundred. I was like,
1: Aza won a competition. And I was like, but Aza also didn't take a shot at Kyland and Xavier when she could have.
0: I'm also, I think, in my thought process, I'm also taking into account the chances of them getting there. And I think Aza Mm. has no chance of getting to the end, mostly because she can't play in the HOH competition and the three guys have a very strong pact to take each other. So I would
1: love, honestly, I would love an Xavier Derek F final two. That would make me really Mm. happy.
0: Yeah. For fantasy purposes.
1: No, just in general, because I know Xavier would be guaranteed the win.
0: And Kylan would
1: regret his decision at Final 5 just now, and that would be satisfying.
0: What would be the worst-case scenario? Derek F. winning over Xavier? I mean, Derek F. and Aza.
1: Oh, Mm. I guess them winning over someone. Probably Aza winning over Xavier.
0: If Derek F. F and Aza make it to the Final 2, then they at least deserve it because they got one of them out, right? Or still no. I guess. We don't have to think about that. It's not happening. Please, God.
1: They're, honestly, Derek F. and Aza have never been good at quizzes, and that last competition is always quizzes. They've
0: never been good at anything.
1: Hey, Aza was very good at rolling a ball and having it stop in grass.
0: Okay, but let's let's just clarify. The only reason she won the competition is because this is the first time all season where there was two parts to it. That's true. Why, like, why did, did they... Did they need another commercial break tonight? Why did we need two parts? Why couldn't they just have, like, done a normal HOH? Because
1: they had two hours to fill of what should have been a triple eviction.
0: Why couldn't they take that back? Why, like, two weeks ago when they decided they didn't want a triple, why couldn't they just say, hey, we don't need two hours? Why is that set in stone?
1: I think it's harder than that to, like, change a TV schedule. Like, I don't think you can just change that a week in advance. You'd have to find something to fill that slot. But also you sold advertisements potentially for that time slot for Big Brother. You can't so just show, like,
0: like a rerun of Young Sheldon or something? I don't I don't think it's that easy. Remember when I made the fake uh, All-Star graphic of Young Sheldon being on Big Brother All-Stars last year? Hey, did you hey, see my... it was still Coach. Coach was the best. <laughs> did you see my tweet tonight from The Count? no can you go on twitter right now and look at our uh podcast account
1: not game all personal ngap pod for those those uninitiated
0: i i've been really bad at tweeting out lately so that's my apologies but i had some good ones tonight i had two tweets tonight and i want you to when
1: murray was at the met gala (laughs) what's what's the picture (laughs) (laughs) it's kim kardashian at the met gala (laughs) google it if you haven't seen it thing is we can't see her hair so that's the only issue it's murray also
0: tonight it was gary did you hear that i did hear that but i'm more concerned that kim kardashian is murray tell me more i need evidence they're wearing the same outfit it happened days apart (laughs)
1: <laughs> have you ever seen those two in the same place at the same time <laughs> no you have not i've never
0: seen marie for a second time
1: <laughs> that's true i was hoping for another arm today but they couldn't do it no that's because julie could cowards. just openly say cookout
0: this week cowards i tell you all right let's wrap this up um all right let's wrap this up for more episodes visit Nakamelpersonal.com. follow spotify apple podcast anywhere listening podcast really follow us on twitter and instagram G A P pod um i'll try to tweet more we got a survivor next week starting so yeah tell your friends tell your friends survivor's back baby it's back we need to talk about that they keep saying double eviction
1: baby they said it both weeks the same way and it was ridiculous both times
0: also, we didn't even talk about. It. I wanted to bring up how uh, in Claire's exit interview last week that Julie kept referring to her as a child of God, and it was really awkward. Maybe that can be an off the that can be an off the podcast discussion you and I have. <laughs> We're thinking of so
1: many things because I also just remembered Claire talking about why she didn't hug everybody as she left. She was just like, "The hugs at the end feel so fake. I'm gonna see him in three <laughs> weeks. Like, who
0: cares? I, there's no reason to hug everybody as I leave." And I was like, Claire, you're perfect. Just stay the way you are. And that's why we're not going to hug at the end of this episode. Nathan, uh, if we were in the same state, I would give you a hug. I wouldn't. I would just hug you in three weeks at finale night. You would be so uncomfortable if I gave you a hug. (laughs) That would be the best part. You, like, would just
1: tense up and not move your arms at all, and they would just sit at your side. Yeah,
0: probably. Uh, See here, I'm wrapping it up, and you were still going. This is crazy. All right, bye. (laughs) Deuces.